baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, the uh, House passed a constitutional carry bill here in South Carolina. It went to the Senate. The Senate just basically blew their nose all over it and sent it back to the House. Let's talk with uh, State Representative R.J. May, member of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. R.J., welcome to the program, buddy. How you doing? Good, fine. Yourself, sir? Doing really well. Um, Tell us a little bit about some of your problems with this, uh, uh, what used to be formerly known as the constitutional carry bill. Uh, yeah, now it's a uh, better better named the uh, compromise carry bill. Yeah, exactly. Um, what the what the Senate has done is essentially created two classes of of law abiding gun owners, uh, those without a permit and those with. Um, and the way I read the bill is that those without a permit, those who do not go get a permission permission slip and and beg the government to fully exercise their God given right to defend themselves and their families mm-hmm. and, and others from harm, uh, will be subject to greater penalties. So let's say you and I. Uh, walk into a convenience store. We don't see the sign that says no guns allowed. I have one. You don't. Um, uh, that is permit, uh, a permission slip from the government. Right. Uh, you would be subject to greater penalties, um, uh, even though we have both in theory committed the, the same offense. Right. Because you didn't go beg the government, um, you would be subject to greater penalties. I think that seriously pre- uh, presents some constitutionality issues. Sure. Uh, specifically, the the Second Amendment and 14th do, uh, equal protection on the law and due process. Um, but I'll shoot it to you straight, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, we're, we're, in a, we're in between a rock and a hard spot, um, conservatives, that is. Um, uh, there is a real possibility that, that if we do not non-concur as a whole in the House, uh, that the Senate will not take this bill up, and, and then we would get nothing. Um, I'm, I'm being told that the NRA uh, seems to, to support the, the current uh piece of trash that came over from the Senate. Really? Uh, well, that's what I'm told. Um, but that Palmetto gun rights obviously is not. Yeah. Um, so, so not only are, are the second amendment groups split on this, uh, but, but obviously members of the house and the Senate are also split on this. So there's a real, there's a real chance that if we vote to non-concur, um, we, we don't further, uh, the second amendment at all in South Carolina, but if we do vote to concur, then we set up this this tier of of gun ownership, which is not good either. You're right. Um, uh, do you think this would be something where it, it might it might somebody might it might actually have to happen and and go to the court and let the courts decide whether this is constitutional? Well, the good news is that uh, uh, PGR Palmetto Gun Rights has already sent a letter to House leadership saying that if the bill passes in their for current for current form, that they will initiate legal proceedings uh, based on Second and Fourteenth Amendment violations. Well, also, we got a letter from the uh, National Gun uh, National Association for Gun Rights. They're basically saying the same thing, except they, they didn't say they were going to file a lawsuit. But also, gun owners of America, they're against this bill as well. Right. So I, I happen to side with PGR, uh, National Association of Gun Rights and yeah. Gun Owners of America, more so than I do with the NRA. Right. Um, uh, and, and I tend to lean that way, but um, like I said, they're the establishment has really put us in between a rock and a hard spot on this uh, to concur or non-concur. And, and I would tell your audience, 
there's an easy way to get out of this, and this is to send more Freedom Caucus members to the House and to the Senate. So You're if anybody's right. interested in running, uh, send us an email on Facebook, facebook.com slash uh, SC Freedom Caucus, or visit our website, scfreedomcaucus.com. Send us an email, send us a message. Let us know if you're interested in running. Um, if you recall, it took a while for constitutional carry to pass the House. Yeah. And the only time it did pass the House is when we had enough Freedom Caucus members to uh, uh, to point out the rhinos and, and tell them this is why constitutional, isn't, constitutional carry isn't passing, because they run on it uh, at election time, and they, they tear it down when they're in Columbia. Um, yeah. And if we had more members like that in the House and more members like that in the Senate, we would have a clean constitutional carry bill now. I agree. And that is absolutely my dream. In fact, I, I told Adam Morgan, I think it was uh, back in November, I said, what is your uh, what's your New Year's resolution to double the amount of uh, Freedom Caucus members? And he had a big smile on his face. So I would love to see that, RJ. So again, tell now, again, you know, there's a lot of people out there going, you know, what can we do? What can we do? The number one thing you can do is run for office. Good, absolutely. solid conservatives running for office. And and look, there there is a, a benefit uh, to, to, to running and, and, and not winning too. Um, yeah. and that is because there's, there are folks out there whose voting habits are changing as we speak because they know they have opposition. Um, yeah. now obviously we want you to run and win if you're a real good candidate. Sure. Uh, but during election years, even that threat of opposition changes, uh, rhinos voting habits to be more conservative because they know they have a challenger coming to them from the right. Um, and just the way it is in South Carolina is that most of these seats go uncontested. So what do you think? Yeah, you're right about that. Um, uh, give me a timeline about, uh, so how do you think it's going to turn out? Um, again, I'll, I'll shoot you and your listeners straight, Charlie. Yeah. Um, I, you know, Tuesday or Wednesday is when we'll have the vote to concur or non-concur. Uh, and I believe that the, the house will probably overwhelmingly concur unless, um, uh, there is a massive movement from the grassroots calling their representatives uh, and telling them what they want them to do. All right. Well, there you go. RJ, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to talk to you, sir. You have a fantastic weekend. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.